0: Welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We are your tipsy host Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. I'm Sarah. Hey, guys. What was that? You know what's funny is I say Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay, but we really say Sarah, Boydston, Lindsay. I'm Boydston.
1: Yes. And I'm Lindsay. Hi. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so thrown off by her greeting there. It's not what I expected. I'm Sarah.
2: (laughs) I'm Sarah. (laughs) I'm Sarah. Do you guys know? And I'm Lindsay. Is
1: that how I sound in your head?
2: Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry.
1: I'm so sorry for our listeners.
2: Have you seen that, (laughs) Lindsay? No. I'm just Okay, so back
0: up. Hold it on. started as an SNL skit long
2: ago
1: with Kristen Wigg. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. I know what you're talking about.
0: And all of them they were like, I'm Holly. I'm Prudus.
1: And I'm Denise. has, she has like the fake little chicken hands, right? They're tiny hands. Yes. The tiny yeah. hands, yes. I didn't catch that when you were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> So, I thought that's just how we sounded in your head. That was very offended.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. In but fact, thank just... you
1: for explaining that that was you trying to be funny. <laughs> that was the
0: funniest thing I've heard this week.
1: Boydson thought that was hilarious. I'm so sorry.
0: I actually don't think you sound like that at all. Your okay. name just fit in the uh, Doonies, Lindsay. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> that's way funnier than what I was going to say, so. I was going to say, you know what I just realized? After this is our second episode recording, so we've been doing this for, what, two hours? <laughs> I plugged my computer in. I was I plugging check. it to I I check.
2: Here's the thing. Whenever- you never plugged, it in. <laughs> <laughs> I never plugged it into the outlet. Last, so that epi- that um, outlet that you're sitting next to is completely full. I and know. I was like, at I last, last episode, I was thinking, how is she plugging that oh, in? I is she unplugging something?
1: I just plugged it into my computer. I meant to plug it into the outlet. Saw that one was full. And I was just like, oh, it's okay. There's a power strip over <laughs> but here. But I've I been think. sitting here for two hours with it plugged into my computer without it plugged into the wall.
0: <laughs>
1: There's a power strip
0: here if you need it, though, for real.
2: No, I think I'm okay. Let's see what percentage I'm oh, at. Oh, man. That uh, got, got me. S- I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm at 69%. That got me so hard. 69. <laughs> I almost didn't want to say that, but. 69. It
1: legitimately says
2: so 69%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Boys, are you going to be okay? <laughs> that, that got me. <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> That was my opening, was, hey, look at how much of this idiot I am, but Sarah got me better.
0: So, we're doing something kind of different this week.
1: We are. We are, um, since, you know... The two Sarahs here accidentally did the same topic and did a group <laughs> presentation.
0: Accidentally and awesomely.
1: Awesomely, yes, I didn't Might say I add. poorly. I know, um, just
0: adding to it.
1: <laughs> we decided to do a group project. So, this is us doing a group paranormal experience. What? Not, nope, nope. Hold on, <laughs> rewind. Read, I'm like, is it?
2: I read everything the top, you just said is wrong.
1: <laughs> I read the top of my page that said paranormal experiences. Oh, shit. So this is us doing a group haunted, like, location. Not one we visited.
2: This is our paranormal episode, and we're doing it as a group on the same topic. There we
1: go. That's... Okay.
2: Yes. Well, we got there. We took a couple turns
0: to get to the title of the episode, but yeah, it's at the uh, Catacombs of Paris. (gasps)
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> that was just me being excited.
0: Oh, I was waiting for a sentence after that. No, That's very traumatic.
1: That
0: so you broke it down into a couple different categories
1: and We did.
0: I get to go first.
1: <gasps> yes. Yep. We're taking a we're all drinking wine tonight.
0: We are. Is this the one did you pour this? Oh, was this one of your nice bottles?
1: Did no. I see
2: you pour? That's a boda box. Oh this is a nice boda box. <laughs> It's, it doesn't taste like a Moscato. It's, I was judged outside of Quick Trip for that box. What? What box is fucking delicious. They're I wrong. Who judged you at Quick Trip? I went to fill up on gas. I went in and came out cradling a box of wine uh-huh. as if it was an infant child that I was holding on my hip. <laughs> yes, just no judge, but, I'm just saying. I'm wearing uh, oh, a shirt pictures. that says, I ghost hunt because punching people is frowned upon. <laughs> And as I'm walking back to my car at the pump, I look over at this, oh I just feel watched. So I look over at this other car and I look inside at the driver and I see this guy like following me with this look of like, this is a middle-aged white woman moment right now. And I just owned it and went and...
1: Like, listen here, sir.
2: Got yeah. her. So what? This box
1: wine is delicious.
0: I do ghost hunt and drink boxed wine. Judge me. Don't care.
1: Yeah. Don't care.
0: I can imagine that was probably a scene.
1: Hashtag MYOB. And why do I,
0: like, I mean, I feel like I could have been there just as easily. So, like, that's everything I would have done. Yes,
1: I love Quick Trip. Quick Trip is a classy gas station, okay? (laughs) Also, I love box
0: wine and ghost shirts. Yes. (laughs) Anyhow, moving on. Okay. All right, so (laughs) we're in Paris. Let's take a little trip.
1: Oh, I wish we were in Paris. Trip
0: to Paris. So the catacombs are a vast network that's under the city of Paris. The tourist attraction is now called the catacombs, so you'll hear me just reference that as catacombs for the rest of this most of the time. It really only refers to about 1.2 miles, um, which is just a fraction of the entire network, which is closer to about 200 miles.
1: Jeez, that's like a tiny, tiny section.
0: Right. Um, There were quarry tunnels or underground mines. Mines? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I bet there are mines underground. Couple
0: of episodes yes, for me. <laughs> I bet there are.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah,
0: underground I'm sorry. mines that have been around since the Roman times. Builders would use the limestone from the mines for the structures above ground in the growing city. And fun fact: the limestone that was mined in the tunnels was also used to build important structures, such as Notre Dame or Ooh. Notre Dame. But if you're from the Midwest, I was like, we say Notre Dame.
1: <laughs> that's the college. <laughs>
0: the church god damn it
1: why you gotta be
0: so rude
1: no i'm saying notre dame is the church notre dame is the college
0: (laughs) notre dame is the church okay
1: right i
2: said it both ways am
1: i right what hold on points in his (laughs) right. so at cheer
2: camp they would always they would always call him Sion. so i like to rhyme things so i feel like it's notre dame de Sion. okay you guys lost me but thank you for clarifying
1: let's go watch rudy
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay it's the church okay you know you know what i'm talking about the church burnt down
1: hunchback of hunchback of notre dame (laughs) yes i'm there it is it is notre dame okay (laughs) that's a very good movie by the way
0: (sighs) i thought it was better and then i rewatched it as an adult and i'm like "Mm, this is kind of weird
1: okay (laughs) I enjoyed
0: it. It was all right. Okay. So um, in 1763, burials within the city were banned because they were basically running out of room to bury the bodies. The cemeteries were full and overflowing. The worst one being, oh God, here we go. Another pronunciation. Les Innocents.
1: That was amazing. You said it very fast. Thank you. (laughs) Nobody could tell. That's my trick. I love it. Notre Dame. (laughs) Listen, guys, we are not (laughs) French. So all the pronunciations here are going to be very bad, except for Paris. (laughs) I can say there.
0: I don't know if I made that clear. I don't know. I'm not from Paris.
1: Paris. (laughs) That's not
0: what they say there. (laughs) I really am not sure. Probably not. Um, Continue. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) To make more room, they would exhume dead bodies and put them into the cemetery walls. So eventually, the walls were over six feet high. So even though they tried to ban burials, nothing really changed. So really, the walls just kept getting higher and higher. In December 1774, well, unfortunately, mining big holes under the city caused some problems. It started to cave in at different points. Mm. The collapse ended up swallowing multiple houses and people on the, here we go again, Avenue d'Enfer Rochereau.
2: (laughs) You're doing great. I felt solid. (laughs) I'm there with you.
1: you. I'm looking at some of the things (laughs) I have to say here and I'm already dreading it, so you're doing great.
0: So this prompted King Louis the Sixteenth to hire an architect to fix the problem, because let's be honest, he's probably not going to do it himself. Got to hire somebody to fix that.
1: Well, duh. Um,
0: <laughs> and I guess up until that point, the mines were mostly not connected. So they all just kind of tunneled in, made their own spot. So they began connecting the mines underneath.
1: Okay making one big long labyrinth
0: <laughs> right so i'm not an architect and i don't know how that's helpful but apparently they thought it would be easier to help with the structure i guess underneath there to make it so there's less pit holes <laughs> I don't really know, but that was their plan. That sounds like... To connect, sure. <laughs> connect things to each other. Okay. So, 1780, lots of rain caused the wall around Les Innocents to collapse and resulted in an avalanche of bones and rotting corpses into the nearby neighborhoods.
1: Oh, can you imagine? No, it was like probably you just, a little rough. Yeah, wake up it's one morning guess. in your house and... There's some bones and corpses come rolling around. There's some bones in this house. <laughs> some bones. Yes, that's where
0: WAP came from. <laughs> I believe that was the origination. <laughs> yes. Of WAP. Okay. Uh, the architect now had lots more work to do, and he had to do it pretty fast so that people didn't have, you know, dead bodies and corpses into their houses and yards. So his solution was to relocate all of the bones into the tunnels and the mines, which then became the catacombs. So... There was a nightly procession of black cloth covered wagons carrying the dead to the ossory. It took about two years to relocate all of the bodies. Oh
1: my goodness. That's a lot of bodies.
0: <laughs> it really is. The tourist site that you can visit now is called the Denfer Rocherot Ossory.
1: Uh, sounds like
2: when I say Ferrero Rocher, <laughs> I'm like Ferrero Rocher. It's
1: a
0: hyphenated <laughs> name Denfer Rocherot.
2: Also, it's Ferrero Rocher.
1: Rocher. I can't pronounce it. It's too many R's for me. So when that's because I because you're
2: adding an R,
1: I see. When I try to pronounce it, I'm like, I do the same thing as you. I try to say it real fast so people don't, don't notice. I'm like Ferrero Rocher. Wait, I
2: think I said that one actually right.
1: I might say. I'm <laughs> laughing because that's how I sound, which I sound dumb. Okay, continue. Wow, that was rude. No, I'm saying I sound dumb. <laughs> you sound great.
0: I'm laughing because that's how I sound and I sound dumb. <laughs>
1: because you're saying <laughs> that probably how it's supposed to be. I can't say words.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Backpedal,
1: backpedal. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I said you are doing great like five times. Like I know, I <laughs> appreciate
0: those. I appreciate those comments. So it's closed off to the public for most of the year. And above the entrance to the tunnels is a sign that says, stop. This is the empire of death. And lucky for you, I did not write that down in French, so...
1: That's very
0: um. I cannot butcher. It. Reminds me of Star Wars.
1: Uh, I was thinking that <laughs> the too. Empire, the that Empire, The Empire Strikes Back, and Death Star.
0: Maybe that's where Star Wars got it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people are just borrowing from the Paris catacombs.
0: <laughs> Wop, Star Wars.
1: <laughs> What's next, Harry Potter?
0: <laughs> Probably, actually. All right. Every at first, everything was pretty unorganized, and bones were just placed all willy nilly. And I wrote that in my notes. Willingly. It's a technical <laughs> term. Uh, but then in 1810, the director of the Paris Mine Inspection Service or PEMIS?
1: P-E-M?
0: P- P-M-I-S.
1: P-M-I-S.
0: Yeah. Paris Mine P-M-I-S. Inspection <laughs> came in and fixed that right up so he had the bones stacked in different patterns that you can see today and you've probably seen them in pictures but it's Mm -hmm. mostly skulls tibia fibulas and femurs that they can use to create pretty designs like hearts and circles
1: he's like a guy after our own heart (laughs) like
0: take something creepy
1: and weird and he's like like, i can make
0: this into something beautiful and make this beautiful and he did it is kind of cool
1: yeah it's very cool
0: one of the most popular pieces of work is the barrel, which is used to help hold the weight of the ceiling. And it is done in a beautiful pattern and huge.
1: Of bodies. right? Of bones. Of bones, yes. <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> there are approximately six to seven million dead Parisians buried in the catacombs. Jeez. In addition to those who were removed from the cemetery, there are also people who died during the French Revolution, famous people who died from the guillotine, and Charles Perot. Who's that? Probably butchered his last name. Sorry about that. But he wrote Little Red Riding Hood and Cinderella. Oh, okay. He's in the catacombs. Very cool. During the Paris Commune, don't ask me about history because I don't know exactly, but there were 6,000 people who apparently sought refuge underground in the tunnels. It's also used during World War II as a bunker and was established as the head of resistance when they built their headquarters here. Entering the catacombs became illegal in 1955, mostly because they didn't want people to get lost in the enormously long tunnels. Because as we mentioned, you're only allowed to get a one mile out of 200. Mm-hmm. But people at that time, I'm sure before, were just walking aimlessly. Um, also to prevent accidents, they weren't allowed to go in. Sure. In 1968, a group of students began a riot. They knew how to use the tunnels to escape from the police and quickly get to other parts of the city. Hmm. Kind of crazy. In the 70s and 80s, a group known as the Cataphiles or Catacomb Enthusiasts began to emerge. They figured out they could get down there from secret entrances from their school and they would go down to party or do drugs and eventually police began patrolling the tunnels. So that kind of stopped their
1: Mm. activities. That would do it. So, I'm going to talk a little bit about the cataphiles, too. What like the hell said. did you just say? <laughs> <So I'm gonna laughs> talk a little bit about the cataphiles. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. So, okay. the cataphiles, you know, they're people who are well-versed in the catacombs. In early 2010, a group of them were walking through the catacombs, and they found a video camera on the ground with footage on it from the 90s. So, this footage is about 40 minutes long, and it shows a man holding the video camera And he's running. You can tell he's lost. He's trying to find a way out. Like you said, this is 200 miles. This is... If you don't know the catacombs and aren't with the tour guide, like you're gonna get lost. That's one of the main reasons why they're illegal to go in. Because people get lost. This isn't like... Blair Witch style. It's kind of like it's showing like he's holding the camera and it's facing out, so you're just seeing like the tunnels as he's running by. You don't see his face at all.
0: Versus just running with the camera facing <laughs> towards you, <Yes. laughs>
1: saying "I'm so scared." <laughs> um, he must Got not it. have seen Blair Witch yet. Got it. <laughs>
0: also, also Blair Witch, you know, was inspired by
1: <laughs> the video. Paris Catacombs. Yes, actually, add that to the list. <laughs> So um many believe actually that as above so below <laughs> oh. <laughs> was inspired by this video. It probably was. <laughs> which I still haven't seen it yet. I I've haven't been seen wanting it to. Boydson.
2: I watched it
1: <gasps> You've seen a movie we haven't?
2: I watched it in preparation for this episode. Look at you. And it's a thousand percent based off the catacombs. Well, yes, no, but <laughs> that video specifically. Based
1: off this guy who was lost in the catacombs. They based it off of his.
0: Was it was mm-hmm. it in the form of similar to Blair Witch where they where
2: Yeah, they, so the, they it's style. about a yeah. documentarian oh, and yeah. um she has each person has their own headlamps with um cameras attached to it. Oh, so yeah. you're it's Might like GoPro. their huh? point of view, but she also has this um guy with a camera following behind her. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then it's a group of the cataphiles and then her, her documentarian, and uh, a friend.
1: Basically them going through the catacombs.
2: Hey, wait. Don't give it away because I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. I will? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So also about that movie, As Above, So Below, it's one of the first movies, I think, to be filmed in actually the catacombs. Oh, that's cool. So Paris gave them permission. There. Yeah, Paris gave them permission. Wow. So, throughout the footage, anyways, of this found video camera from the 90s, you can tell he's trying to find a way out. He doesn't know where he's going. He's just running around in circles, basically. Um, So, the video ends after 40 minutes with him dropping the camera on the ground and running away. Nobody has ever identified him, so we don't know who he is or if he ever came out alive. But we can find all 40 minutes up on YouTube. Cool. Did you watch it? I watched some of it. I didn't watch 40 minutes of someone running around because that kind of stuff makes me sick. (laughs) Like Uh motion sickness. So there is that. Um, Another legend says that if you are inside the catacombs after midnight, the walls will begin to speak to you. People report hearing disembodied voices that will persuade you to go deeper and deeper until you get lost and cannot find your way out. Nancy,
2: <laughs> go deeper into the wall. So, <laughs> I was like, yes, what are they hearing? <laughs> this legend is also present in as above so below. Not like oh. it's not spoken that that's a legend, but that's essentially the wall starts. Speaking what to happens? Them. You, they just are convinced to go deeper and deeper into yep. it. Lured. Mm-hmm.
1: Lured. Now, that's a good word. There you go. Um, thank you. So, <laughs> no, that was better than I was thinking. So during the French Revolution, there was a man named Philibert Asper. He Sounds was right. Thank you. He was a doorman at a hospital and he was on a mission to go find a certain liquor from a cellar but actually ended up accidentally in the catacombs instead. Now wait, do you know what
2: liquor they were looking for? I don't bone liquor. So the monks would go down there <laughs> and make their own liquor. Oh, and so they were—he was going down Risky. to find that
1: monks were making liquor.
0: That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: What kind of what kind of liquor?
1: Well, I mean, they don't have women in their lives. They got to drink. I mean, I'm not judging. I don't
2: care. <laughs> Just curious. what the they making. moonshine. It starts with the C, but I think it's something like Chartreuse moonshine. or something. That's the color. <laughs> I, I was stuck on my own moonshine joke. What kind did you say? Chartreuse. I, I want to say chartreuse, but that could be totally wrong. It's, Isn't that blue? I think it starts with the C. Okay.
1: Um, so he got lost in the Paris catacombs. Permission to Google.
2: I'm just kidding. Don't Google. <laughs> I just wanted to sound like Lizzie. Permission to
1: Google. <laughs> he was walking around the catacombs. He had a candle, became lost and confused. Some people think he may have been intoxicated as well. Well, I mean. Which is probably how he became lost and confused. Right. Um, His candle eventually went out, so then... You know, you're in pitch black darkness, you're underground in a tunnel. Mm. So they did not find his body for 11 years when a group God. of cataphiles uncovered it. And they identified him by the hospital key ring that was hanging from his belt. <laughs> so he is buried in the catacombs and he is in the exact same place where he died with a tombstone describing his death. So cataphiles, folklore, they kind of all tell that each November 3rd, his ghost haunts the labyrinth of the catacombs. Hmm. Don't go in on November 3rd. Now I'm going in on November 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> no, on November 3rd. It's the only day I can do it. November <laughs> <Third. laughs> um, In 2004, this is kind of the creepiest one and also the most recent one I could find. So in 2004, there was a group of police officers, like you said, they patrolled the catacombs. So they were exploring a part that was restricted from public access and found a PA system with pre-recorded guard dog barking noises playing. <clears throat> so they kept investigating. They found 3,000 square feet of galleries, Wired with electricity, they found a bar, a living area, a workshop, a lounge, and even a cinema room that seated 20 people. The cinema seats had all been carved into the stones of the catacombs, and the creepiest part was they saw cameras on the ceilings recording them. So the police squad, they went back to the area a few days later with a larger team to further investigate. They also brought an electrician, because they were like, how are you getting electricity down here? Right. They get there, and everything that they had discovered from a few days ago was gone, including the phone lines and the cinema. The power lines were there, but they were all cut. And the only thing they found was a note that in English translates to do not search. That sounds awfully sus. That sounds That's terrible. Maybe in
0: Gen Z or two. just throwing mm-hmm. that out there.
1: Um, so here are some more just myths and legends and people's experiences. People report hearing footsteps and weird noises such as breathing and whispering. There has been some reports of humanoid figures sighted in the tunnels.
0: Side fact: Isn't humanoid just like the weirdest word ever? Yes, it is. Okay, please proceed. (laughs) Had to point that out. I think of Android every time I hear it. Humanoid. That's how it has to be said.
1: (laughs) Humanoid. Okay, it's
0: probably what the aliens say. Yes, those damn humanoids. Please proceed. Okay, apologize.
1: (laughs) Um, Sorry so uh like we said you know a lot of the tunnels are restricted but there's lots of hidden secret entrances for people to investigate this is our warning don't go down there by yourself like we said go with a tour guide if you're gonna do something like this go with someone who knows it because there's no phone service um it's pitch black and the likelihood is you will get lost for several days nobody's gonna come find you or search for you because you're not supposed to be down there anyways like well it's your own fault yeah best piece of advice i found Thank you, uh, Reddit, was <laughs> if you do get lost or separated and you're in the forbidden part, try to go up so that you can find like a manhole cover and you might yeah. be able to get service because you'll be close to the street. Yeah. So that also kind of explains why there's probably not a lot of investigations. Like people aren't going down there ghost hunting like we are because it's illegal. Right. And things I did find of some people who had gone down like secretly, like the guide and all of them are blurred out, their voices like disguised because they don't want anybody to be giving up and you have to disguise how you got into the catacombs they can't show that so it's all very secretive yeah um in 2017 two teenagers were lost down there for three days and they were eventually found thanks to police dogs that were brought down
0: that would be terrifying Mm -hmm.
1: three days in pitch black darkness (laughs) in tunnels i awful i'd probably be in the fetal position crying yeah when they found me (laughs) Most people report, and cataphiles report, that what basically goes down there is just drug use, alcohol, parties, things like that. They deny any paranormal experiences, but also warn that it is dangerous. Do not go into without a guide because of also cave-ins. There are some areas that are still not safe.
0: I also saw one, um, I don't know what to call it, but there was this, like, rumor going around that there was a lake underneath the opera house. Mm hmm Guess that's where Phantom of the Opera came from, also.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I heard that. I also heard about like witches and Satanists meeting there, but I actually found this like I was on a weird piece of the internet and found like cataphiles and they were like talking about, you know, experiences and stuff. And they're like, no, there's not like there's parties down there, but there's not like Satanists meeting down there or witches or anything like that. Like it's all just drugs and alcohol.
0: Well, it turns out that the lake is actually true is it yes and how i don't know i don't know but the people who work at the opera house feed whatever is in there to
1: wait hold up what
0: there's like fish and stuff
1: okay <laughs> i guess i should clarify <laughs> there's a lake it's in like, the paris catacombs and there's it's something. not like nessie <laughs> nessie's in there <laughs> You're like they feed whatever's in there i'm like what
0: it's just fish algae and shit. <laughs> but I guess some of the the firefighters do um underwater training there. Interesting. Because it's pitch black.
2: So that's how they do some of the training down there.
1: That sounds terrifying. Um yes. Absolutely terrifying. No thank you, hard pass.
2: I know a guy who went down there once. <gasps> oh, to the lake?
1: Or to the catacombs. To the catacombs. Oh. Cool.
2: Zach went down there once. <laughs> <What>
1: the
2: <laughs> I know Zach. Yeah.
1: Can you text him and get his experience? <laughs> Never mind, Zach.
2: I'm sure somewhere on the internet his phone number's posted. We could maybe text him. Didn't you know we're besties? <laughs> Did you they ever tell somebody? you that story about how we, we met each other? Yes. <laughs> Never heard it i'm joking so zach went down there and um he made a travel channel special about it called ghost adventures special episode netherworld colon, paris catacombs with zach Bagans.
1: that is a very long title and
2: of course he included his name in it <laughs> with zach Bagans, but nobody else from the ghost adventures group <laughs> So there's a guy, Zach meets up with a guy named Francis Friedland, and instantly I'm a fan of him because he's seen drinking wine during the day, and that makes me feel more normal.
1: I feel like <laughs> that's how Paris would be. Paris, you are our city. Bread, wine during the day.
2: So Francis is a document, the documentarian who made a film chronicling the final moments of the guy Lindsay oh, talked about. Look at us. The Lost cataphile through um, found video footage so this unknown man as you'll recall was recording and documenting his journey he went into the maze of catacombs alone and was exploring and suddenly he starts running and faster and faster deeper into the catacombs and like she said just the camera drops and he runs away and that's that the audio is basically just heavy breathing and footsteps
1: sounds awful
2: so zach why did he run what did he see I have to get down there. I have to know more. Oh, my God. You sound just like him.
1: Maybe he was just going insane being in the dark and freaking out and lost.
2: Probably. That's me. Or maybe he was there after midnight and they were talking to him.
1: Maybe. Maybe he's dehydrated and malnourished.
2: So then Zach meets up with an IT consultant who says that he was exploring the catacombs with a friend, and when his friend got lost, um, he was running to find his friend when he stumbled and fell. He said that he looked up and saw someone who was pointing at a wall where there was a date in the letter G. And we find out that this is the mark of Charles Axel Guillermo, the architect that Sarah was talking about, responsible for the mines. Thank
0: you for saying his name.
2: I appreciate that. <laughs> our, not included. Our IT friend thinks that he saw Guillermo. Guillermo,
0: like from uh, What We Do in the Shadows? I <laughs> <laughs> love that. Also, Guillermo. that's
2: where they got it from. They had to have. There's no R. It's a double L. God
1: damn it. I know, but that's how they pronounce it. I was doing it with their accent. Yes, Guillermo. Guillermo. <laughs>
2: So we find out that the catacombs are forbidden and sealed up and locked tight and welded in. Nobody should go down there. You're going to die. And that they (laughs) could be inhabited by a demon werewolf, creatures, something like that.
1: Demon werewolf or demon comma werewolf?
2: Or both, like a demon werewolf, or a oh. demon, or werewolves,
1: <laughs> a demon all werewolf. Of the above, all of the above. Is
2: there a good werewolf? An it said it said yeah, that true. these creatures <laughs> locked a woman in a cage in the 1940s. was not the there a Potter werewolf reference, Lupin? Yes, there's he was the Harry
1: Potter reference.
2: He was in Harry Potter. Okay, there all right, was. Sorry,
1: continue. We got off. <laughs> demon werewolf threw me for a loop.
2: So they might have locked a woman in a cage in the 1940s. Ooh. Um, Zach finds an American living in Paris and his name is Nick. And Nick said that he was down in the catacombs as well with a cataphile and they were raving when suddenly some unknown person dropped a smoke bomb. So he was walking away trying to navigate the catacombs when he lost his hearing and everything went silent. And then he sees a hand coming towards him through the smoke and he's insistent that it wasn't a person because he reached out to grab the hand and it dissipated
1: like a grudge hand
2: so then zach is seen walking through the streets when all of a sudden a police officer recognizes him and this gives him and his crew an in down into the catacombs he dresses up in a police jumpsuit
1: oh my gosh wait the police were letting him down there
2: yep because they wrote he's famous oh
1: zach i thought so,
2: you that well you just wait for it He dresses up in a police jumpsuit, and then he asks for a gun with a silver bullet.
1: Shut up. Zach, there's no demon werewolf down there. What the fuck is he going to do
2: with a gun? I I love you, Zach, but what are you going to do? Who's
1: giving Zach a gun? What police officer officer is giving this random guy
2: a gun? So the unimpressed officer declines. Okay, good job, police officer. And then he asks for a taser, and the officer says, you're not going to need any of that down there.
1: Oh my gosh. I like this police officer a little bit better. They're like um no. It's not going to work on uh, spirits and So he gets into the demons. police
2: van with all the officers. He on the way, he ponders the meaning of life like he does. He goes underground into the catacombs and finds evidence of cataphiles. And he asks if the roof could crumble and is then told that they have a lot of collapses. So, I mean, it's possible.
1: That's I, I can relate with that part of Zach. I would be afraid of, yes, something crumbling and me being trapped in a tunnel
2: underground. Especially because it already did. That's like, a legit back in the day. have. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So they find a giant net and he asks about it. <laughs> But the police hurry them along without explanation, making Zach feel, of course, like they're hiding something.
1: Yes. Or maybe they just were like, we're not answering these stupid questions. <laughs> well, that's a net.
2: <laughs> so then the police and Zach got lost. Oh, and no. Zach starts to get claustrophobic. They venture through. Thank God they make their way out. Because I need more Ghost Adventures episodes. Oh so praise be. It'd be a huge yes. liability if Zach died. <laughs> mm. Zach realizes he's got to find a cataphile and go back down there illegally. <laughs> a paranormal recorded it? investigator now Risky. recognizes Zach. He's just being recognized left and right.
1: And Apparently he's a big sensation in
2: Paris. <laughs> I mean, well by, Lindsay. he's kind of a big deal. <laughs> so she hooks him up with a cataphile people like she doesn't know she just had to call a friend of a friend of a friend and zach is concerned that these guys they found are not trustworthy but in the end they end up trusting them and the journey <laughs> begins
1: you mean you didn't find people you just met trustworthy right <laughs> what
2: so a cover is open and they sneak in quickly finding other people partying down in the catacombs at the tomb of philibert Asper. Rave. It's a hot spot. They were drinking to his memory. It was probably November the third.
1: November third.
2: It must have been. That's the special day. Mm-hmm. One of the partiers stops to talk to the crew and said that recently he found blood in the catacombs. Oh. So I don't know. Think about that. So this is where Mm -hmm. it kind of gets interesting, though. The guide is taking them past the partiers, deeper into the part of the catacombs where people just don't venture to. Um, He says they walk miles. Zach puts up cameras along the way in case they don't make it out. They will know their direction that they last walked.
1: Or maybe somebody will come along and be like, ooh, a camera. I'm going to take it and steal it. <laughs>
2: I feel like if you're done that, you're going to have to set
0: up, like, something to indicate which direction you came from. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a
1: piece of rope. Yes. Something.
0: A piece of rope. I was thinking, like, a light or...
1: <laughs> yes. I was thinking of, like, Hansel and Gretel leaving a trail. Fucking <laughs> be the longest piece of twine. Yes. See, you bring crumbs. lots of twine.
2: crumbs along oh, the way.
1: mice. <laughs> oh,
2: Okay. <laughs> Um, they come to a point <laughs> with five tunnels to choose from. I'll see, and mm-hmm. they pick one and they head into their intended tunnel, and you can hear voices and a laugh that isn't any of them. So at this point, it's the camera guy, Zach, the paranormal investigator, and these two cataphiles. It's a female laugh, and the female the only female there with them is the paranormal investigator. and she they like pan, happen to be panning while you hear this laugh, and she's not her mouth isn't moving she's not making a sound so that's pretty interesting they got a little evp down in the catacombs they reached the bones and they're just scattered around like trash and Hmm. i mean it honestly i mean that is sad and so zach he's I've never seen anything like this before. You're excellent at quoting him. <laughs> she- <laughs> The sadness is heavy, like a thick fog of energy, and we're tangled up inside of it.
1: Zach, are you in here with us? <laughs> we both have to yeah, fight Zach. hard,
2: fight to hold back our tears. So Zach and the paranormal <laughs> investigator sit down, and they do an EVP session, and he says something in English, She says it in French, and then they ask for someone to make a noise, and at that point, it sounds like something is thrown behind Zach. So, TBD. Um, They're (laughs) done with their sesh, and they find their guide with a bottle of wine about two-thirds of the way gone. He offers some to Zach, and he's like, no, thanks, man. So, the team with their drunk tour guide heads back, and Zach finds that two out of three of the cameras are gone. Called it. He mentions that the only people they've seen were Miles... The only people they've seen were miles back towards the entrance, and it was unlikely any of them would have come out that far. So, but the first camera that he placed is still there. Um, And they find it, and they review the footage to see, like, who stole my cameras. Right. But no one passes by the camera. So, what they do catch is fascinating to me. It's a glowing, full-body apparition that passes in the corner of the frame. And, um... That's why I think the catacombs are haunted. The end. (laughs) Thank you, Zach. Mm -hmm. Thank you,
1: especially for quoting him. I felt like he was here with us.
2: But really, if you watch that special, just I I told you the whole episode, but skip to the end so that you can see this full-body apparition. Because I thought it was pretty fascinating, especially because that's the first camera he put up. So he put up, a camera at the entrance, basically, of whenever they were going down this tunnel, and then further on down. And the ones further down, those cameras were the ones that stole, that were stolen, or are no longer there. So I just think it's a little suspect. Maybe it was a, a sticky fingered cataphile.
1: That's what. But that's wouldn't they have can...
2: passed by the camera? Wouldn't mm-hmm. you have seen it? Maybe I guess. Well, I mean, if they these know, are the lots of
1: intersecting tunnels, yeah, maybe they came from a different way. Like, bypassed the first camera and came to the second and third.
2: Or what if it's a long tunnel and no one passes by it? Like, what's a ghost Lindsay, gonna do with Lindsay camera? can't wrap her brain around it.
1: What's a ghost going to do with a camera? It's the
2: demon werewolf. He's going to fre- <laughs> get freaky with his demon camera.
0: I don't know, Lindsay. I, I, <laughs> I can't with the demon werewolf. I can't. Okay. Where, did, where was the special? Was it on Travel Channel? Or was I he- found it on YouTube.
2: Oh, okay. okay, I'll find it on YouTube.
0: I didn't know if it was part of his ghost adventure stuff or. Mm-mm,
2: no. Okay. Anyway, maybe one day we will go to the Paris catacombs. I don't know. I think that's one place I probably wouldn't go. I'd love to Rio? do like their tour. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a safe place, but I wouldn't go down there illegally. I would, that's with true. my luck, I would get lost and die and have a panic attack or yeah. my heart would explode from fear. Well, that's how I
1: feel about tunnels. I think you're right. I probably won't. No, I will
2: never do that. But never to go into the, like,
0: not safe places. Mm-hmm. Because did you guys ever go to the Catacombs Haunted House in Kansas City? No. I don't remember. Anyhow, there was a series of tunnels that got lower and lower and lower and you eventually ended up, crawl. like, crawling no, on the no, floor. No, no, no. And I was, like, traumatized. That. I never want to do that again. That Not awful. that you have to crawl in those, but still. I Just even thinking, even the thought about it getting dark in there and being, like, confused. No, thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm out. I'll go in the well-lit rooms. Right. In the ossory. We'll go on the tour. In the Rochereau ossory. <laughs> also, it's O-S-S-U-A-R-Y, and I don't know if I'm even pronouncing that right. It
1: sounded right to me. I heard them say that much. Anyhow, cool. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to our first group paranormal episode. You can always find us at thetipsyghost.com with all of our socials linked there. And email us at thetipsyghost at gmail.com.
2: please give us a five-star rating and a great review on Apple Podcasts. We greatly appreciate it. We sure do.
1: We sure do. Thanks so much for tuning in this week, guys. We will catch you guys next week.
2: Okay, bye. Bye.